Today is the 25th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's great to be here with you today. Merry Christmas, everyone. So we've made it all the way to another Christmas. And this is a day of supreme joy. This is a day of hope and peace on earth, goodwill toward men. May we all rejoice. The Savior has come. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let receive
Okay, so Merry Christmas. It is Christmas Day, but it is another day to take another step forward because we take steps forward every single day of the year, working our way through the entire Bible. And today is no different. So we'll pick up where we left off, which happens to be the book of Zechariah. And today we'll read Zechariah chapter 8. The word of the Lord of armies came. This is what the Lord of armies says. I am zealous for Zion with great zeal, and with great wrath I am zealous for her. This is what the Lord says. I will certainly return to Zion, and I will dwell in the middle of Jerusalem. Jerusalem will be called the faithful city, and the mountain of the Lord of armies will be called the holy mountain. This is what the Lord of armies says. Old men and old women will again sit in the streets of Jerusalem, all of them with canes in their hands due to old age. Then the streets of the city will be filled with boys and girls playing in the streets. This is what the Lord of Armies says. Although in those days this may seem unattainable to the surviving remnant of this people, will it also seem unattainable to me, declares the Lord of Armies? This is what the Lord of Armies says. Look, I will save my people from the land where the sun rises and from the land where the sun sets, and I will bring them to settle in the midst of Jerusalem. They will be my people, and I will be their God in faithfulness and in righteousness. This is what the Lord of Armies says. Let your hands be strong so that the temple may be built. You who are in these days are listening to these words from the mouths of the prophets who were present on the day when the foundation of the house of the Lord of Armies was laid. For before those days there was no one who could pay for workmen or for animals. There was no peace from the adversary for anyone who went out or came in, because I had set every man against his neighbor. But now I will not treat the surviving remnant of this people as in earlier days, declares the Lord of Armies. Sowing will take place in peace. The vine will yield its fruit. The earth will yield its produce. The sky will provide its dew. I will give all these things as a possession to the surviving remnant of this people, just as you once were a curse among the nations, O house of Judah and house of Israel. So now I will save you. You will be a blessing. Do not be afraid. Let your hands be strong. For this is what the Lord of armies says. Just as I planned to bring disaster upon you when your fathers made me angry, says the Lord of armies, so that I did not relent, so in these days I plan to do good to Jerusalem and to the house of Judah once again. Do not be afraid. These are the things you are to do. Speak the truth to one another. Render judgments that uphold truth, justice, and peace in your gates. Do not plot evil in your hearts against each other. Do not love false oaths. Indeed, I hate all these things, declares the Lord. The word of the Lord of armies came to me. This is what the Lord of armies says. The fasts of the fourth, fifth, seventh, and tenth months will become times of rejoicing, joy, and gladness for the house of Judah. Therefore, all of you are to love truth and peace. 
This is what the Lord of Armies says. People will still come as the inhabitants of many cities. Then the inhabitants of the one city will go to another and say, Let us go immediately to plead for the favor of the Lord and to seek the Lord of Armies. I myself will go. Then many peoples and mighty nations will come to seek the Lord of Armies in Jerusalem and to plead for the favor of the Lord. This is what the Lord of Armies says. In those days, ten men from among the speakers of every language of the nations will take firm hold of the hem of a Jew's garment and say, Let us go along with you, because we have heard that God is with you. Revelation 16 I heard a loud voice from the temple say to the seven angels, Go and pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the earth, and horrible and painful sores came on the people who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped his image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it became blood like that of a dead man, and every living creature in the sea died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and the springs of water, and they turned into blood. And I heard the angel of the waters say, You are righteous, the one who is and who was, the Holy One, because you have made these judgments. Because they poured out the blood of saints and prophets, you have given them blood to drink. They deserve it. And I heard the incense altar saying, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and it was allowed to burn people with fire. People were scorched by the fierce heat. Then they blasphemed the name of God who had authority over these plagues, but they did not repent and give him praise. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast. The beast's kingdom was darkened. People gnawed their tongues in their torment. They blasphemed the God of heaven because of their torments and their sores, but they did not repent of their deeds. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river, the Euphrates. Its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings coming from the east. I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, which came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are, in fact, miracle-working demonic spirits which go out to the kings of the whole earth to bring them together for the battle on the great day of the Almighty God. Look, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and keeps his clothes on so that he does not walk around naked and his shame is not seen. And they brought them together to the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl on the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne saying, It is done. There were flashes of lightning, rumblings and crashes of thunder. There was also a great earthquake of a kind that had not occurred since mankind had been on the earth. And the great city split into three parts, and the cities of the nations collapsed. Babylon the Great was remembered by God, 
and he gave her the wine cup filled with his fierce wrath. Every island vanished and the mountains could no longer be found. Massive hailstones, about 100 pounds each, fell on people from the sky. And the people blasphemed God because of the plague of hail, because the plague was so severe. Psalm 144 A Prayer for the Nation by David Blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for battle, my fingers for war. He shows me mercy. He is my stronghold, my high fortress. He is my deliverer and my shield, so I take refuge in him. He subdues peoples under me. Lord, what is man that you notice him? The son of man that you consider him? Man is like a breath. His days are like a passing shadow. Lord, rip open your heavens and come down. Touch the mountains so that they smoke. Send out lightning and scatter them. Shoot your arrows and rout them. Reach down your hand from on high. Rescue me and snatch me from the mighty waters. From the hand of foreigners whose mouths speak lies. Who raise their right hands to a false oath. God, I will sing a new song to you. On the ten-stringed harp I will make music to you. To you who gives victory to kings. To you who delivers David, his servant, from the evil sword. Rescue me and snatch me from the hand of foreigners whose mouths speak lies, who raise their right hands to a false oath. Then our sons, in their youth, will be like full-grown plants. Our daughters will be like corner pillars carved to decorate a palace. Our storehouses will be filled with produce of every kind. Our flocks will increase by thousands, by tens of thousands in our countryside. Our oxen will pull heavy loads. There will be no breaking through our walls, no exile into captivity, no cry of distress in our city squares. How blessed are the people for whom this is so! How blessed are the people whose God is the Lord! Proverbs 30, 29-31 Three things strut impressively. Four walk with dignity. A lion, which is the mightiest among the animals, does not turn away from anything. A strutting rooster, a male goat, and a king reviewing his troops. Okay, so today is Christmas Day, right? So there's, there are billions of people throughout the world celebrating Christmas Day and giving gifts and exchanging gifts and celebrating the arrival of the Savior, the baby Jesus. And so each of us may find ourselves with a, with a warmth in our hearts and maybe we ain't too much and we're uh, having a hard time staying awake and, you know, the, the the crinkled wrapping paper is all over the place and people are checking out their new their new stuff. And maybe outside we have our lawns decorated with the scenes of the nativity and so 
So we really amplify joy today. Really try to embrace joy and comfort and goodwill and just try to really live that way for a day. If you're anything like me, and I know, well, not that you're, a lot of you are like me, but I know a lot of you, you work through emotional stuff and I'm kind of a deep thinker and a melancholy person and I think through stuff and I come to Christmas and very, very much engage with the emotion of it and the joy of it and the festivity of it and the flashing lights of it. And But I look at it all and I'm like, man, we have worked so hard to try to create this atmosphere of, of joy so that we can almost ignore everything else that might be going on around us. And there may be a, a moment in your day, maybe, maybe lots of moments in your day that you look at it all and go, is this it? Like, is this, this comes and goes so fast. We work so hard to, to make this happen. Is this it? And there seems to be like a longing for something that's missing. And I can feel weird, right? When everything's happy and every, the kids are playing and everybody's good and and we genuinely feel comfort and happiness. So it can seem odd, like that something might be missing. And I, I think about that often in life, but I think that nearly every Christmas. And it's, you know, we come through the reading of Revelation and this is the passage that that we read every, every December 25th. And the passage is about seven angels pouring out seven bowls of God's wrath and there's like this um, unbelievable destruction on the earth that's even hard hard to even fathom that kind of suffering and it doesn't feel very Christmas-like but maybe there's clues in there that help us with this sense of longing that something even though we've worked so hard to make everything beautiful and perfect and colorful and flashing and that there's still something missing and we're still longing. If we remember before the arrival of Jesus, people had been waiting and anticipating and yearning and longing for someone to come and deliver them. And this was a part of their culture. It was woven in that something was missing, that God would come for them, that things were not how they were supposed to be. And we recognize that we get the same sense. Some of us embrace the season of Advent. It's a longer season leading up to Christmas because of that longing to just be in that place of longing for the Savior to come and make all things new. And so we read Revelation and we're like, that's just so weird and not Christmas-like. But what we're reading is the ultimate destruction of every evil force that's set against this baby, this baby Jesus, this Christ child, Emmanuel, God with us, who is also the King of Kings. And so we can read in Revelation and go, that doesn't feel like the Christmas story I want. Or we could read in Revelation that this is what it looks like for the king of kings all grown up no longer baby Jesus to come and annihilate evil in this world 
and return it to Shalom. So if you get the blues, I do too. I do too. And if it comes on you today and it's weird and odd and you step into the bedroom or the bathroom for a minute just going, what is this? It's that things are not exactly as they should be no matter how hard we try. We can make all kinds of things blink and dance to fool ourselves, but underneath it all, we know that things are not as they should be. But we're celebrating that the day will come and will last forever when all things will be made new. And so with that, may we carry the spirit of Christmas and give the light and goodwill and good news to all. And may we carry it in ourselves. This is going somewhere and it is good because God is with us. Merry Christmas, my brothers and sisters. Merry Christmas. From we, the Hardens, to you, wherever you are, we love you and wish you joy and peace.